0: Yes people, it is Friday, which means it's your last installment of Chunchek of the week And as we do, we break down some of the stories that have been floating around this week We look at the weigh-ins and we make some NFL predictions So people, let's get this party started, right? Okay, so week 12 has already got going We had two Thanksgiving games Um, Yeah, the Texans against Detroit And Washington against Dallas And uh, yeah, oh man I have to say, um, so I watched Washington and... Whew, like, the way the game started, wasn't sure it was going to be a good one. You know what I mean? Wasn't sure. We were getting sacked, and, man, things were just breaking down. But, I have to say, the defence, oh, man, the defence really, you know, they really got to it, man. Just all, all the stops, the good plays... And um Alex Smith, he he had a good game, you know, I have to say that. Smith definitely had a good game. Um there was still some mistakes and stumping, you know, but 41-16 ain't bad at all. Ha <laughs> ha! Ain't bad at all. And we beat Dallas, so did the double over them this year, which is always good. And um yes, funny enough, uh, Texans beat um yeah they hit forty one points as well, um and Detroit uh, got in twenty five of their own. So that leaves us with our Sunday games. Um, where we go? So we got the Bills against the Chargers. Hmm. I mean. I, yeah, yeah the Chargers, I like the Chargers, but I don't think they do it in this one. You know, I think Buffalo are just too consistent, man. Too consistent, too strong. I think the Bills will take that. Then we've got Indianapolis against um, Tennessee. Um,. Yeah, this is... I mean, they're both 7 and 3. Both 7 and 3. Uh, hmm. I don't know. See, it, this is a... It's an odd one, because they've only kind of just played. Right? Which is just a quick turnaround. Yes, so... um. I don't know, I think that Tennessee, Um I think they're going to get it done, right? I think they're going to take the knowledge that they've learned from the Ravens game where they won. Um Yeah, and they're going to be able to utilize that and get the stoppage of the Colts. So... Then we go to, um, Minnesota, the Carolina Similar records here, you know Very similar Um, so, yeah, Minnesota are coming in off of a loss to the Cowboys And, um, the, you know, Panthers are coming in after a drubbing of Detroit So, I think Carolina are coming with the momentum. So I'm gonna take yeah, I'm gonna take the Panthers. Uh then we go Jacksonville against Cleveland. Yeah, it's Cleveland. The Browns, man. Yeah, you know I mean, you gotta go with the Browns for that one. Cleveland, um, yeah, they you know they've just been they've been looking good. You know, they've definitely been looking good, right? Um, coming off to win last week against the Eagles and uh, Jacksonville yeah they uh, got turned over by Pittsburgh you read know I mean? so yes we are Cleveland all day so we've got Cincinnati against New York again both teams just blah, having a bad season washington they were able to take out um the bengal's last week which is um yeah you know yay for us <laughs> and um the giants as i said were able to get the win over um the eagles Right, so, uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe New York, you know, I think maybe New York take the win here Patriots Cardinals, hmm, Patriots Cardinals, I mean, Patriots, as I said last week, uh, they're definitely improving You know, they've definitely been looking like a more cohesive unit in the last few games, even though they did lose last week, right? I will say that. Um, You know, Cardinals, they're coming off a loss as well. So I'm going to go Patriots, you know, yeah. I'm gonna say the Patriots Are able to continue with their Forward momentum And get the win So uh, We've got um, New York's other team (laughs) Who are also Just terrible This season We got the Jets 0-10 God damn it Against the Dolphins And uh (laughs) <laughs> I mean, look, the Dolphins lost last week But they're a better team than the Jets You know what I mean? They're just a better team than the Jets So, uh, yeah, I'm. it's Miami, man Come on <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to go any other way with that one uh, so, Atlanta are at Las Vegas Hmm I mean, like, the Falcons aren't bad But the Raiders, man, they came real close to toppling the Chiefs you know, they, Yeah, they've been doing their thing of late They, you know, beat the Broncos before that The Chargers before that The Browns They are a tough team You know A real tough team Um, And yeah Falcons, they came up short Against the Saints Yeah, I think we I think we go Raiders, man You know what I mean Uh, It's hard to It's hard to say any other way, man Now, this is gonna Be an interesting one so, you've got the Steelers against the Ravens. There's, Although the Ravens, mm, they've been inconsistent. But they're still a good, tough team. But, I think the Steelers, man, I think they're just, I think they're on another level this time around. You know, I think this season, they've just, man, they've just clicked. They've been able to put it all together. So yeah, I'm saying Pittsburgh for the win. whoo, So um then we've got Denver at New Orleans. Huh. Okay. So sure. um yeah, Denver they beat Miami, right? They were able to get the win there, but New Orleans, you know, they beat the Falcons, beat the 49ers before that, the Buccaneers, the Bears, they have just been on a roll, just been on a roll, man, so, uh, yeah, I don't think that the Saints stopped marching, Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes. <laughs> See what I did there, people? <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Huh. This week is looking very weird with the schedule. So we've got the Rams against the 49ers. Okay. Um. I like the Rams, I do like the Rams, you know, I think they get it done, yeah, 49ers are coming in off of a loss, um, yeah, the Rams, they got that, ooh, they got that close win over the Buccaneers, so yeah, I'm saying the Rams, man, I'm, I'm feeling good about them, uh, <laughs> the Buccaneers against the Chiefs. <sighs> it's, yeah, it's Chiefs. I can't go against the Chiefs. I mean, I feel that Brady has definitely pulled it together. You know, he's definitely turned it around um, with the Buccaneers. Although, yes, they did slip last week. But it's a chief's fan yo like the Raiders tried Raiders came close but even they couldn't do it so yeah I'm saying the Chiefs continue yeah continue with the good times so um then we've got Green Bay against the Bears <sighs> Ah oh, dear, oh dear, I, I mean, Chicago have just been, meh, you know what I mean, they just, yeah, they haven't been great, you know what I mean, haven't been great, I think Green Bay, yeah, they're a better team, you know, I and mean? especially, yeah, they put up more numbers even when they lose. I mean yeah, I'm saying Green Bay. Green Bay for sure. Uh so Philadelphia, Seattle. Ah, Seattle. Man, you know what I mean? Eagles ain't got a chance in that game. Definitely have not got a chance in that game. Oh, I will say, um yes, Packers Bears is Monday. Eagle Yorks is Tuesday. Now, the thing that is so bizarre, so bizarre, like, Steelers are playing the Ravens again. Like, what the fuck is that? That is the weirdest scheduling. That is the craziest fucking scheduling. You know, they play on Sunday, and then they play again on Wednesday? That's insane Huh I mean yeah I'm gonna say Steelers again but That's That's a weird one I mean I, I could see it going One apiece But you know I'm still gonna go With the Steelers it's, Yeah It's a little fuckeries for sure Um, ah, It's a weird one We'll have to see what happens there but, man, we are getting close. We are definitely getting close. Um, Yeah. I think it's a, a good one. I think our standout games of the week. I think Steelers-Ravens, both of those, will be good games. I think the Chiefs-Buccaneers, that's going to be another good one. Um, hmm... I think Patriots-Cardinals will be fun Um, Vikings-Panthers And I'm going to say Colts-Titans Yeah Actually, and Bills-Chargers I think we've got a slew of fun games this week, people Fun and close games, right? So yeah, that's what I feel week 12 is going to look like Okay. So another fight that took place on Saturday, man, was in the Dominican Republic at Fighting Force 4. And yeah, it was it was crazy, right? So Lex McMahon, who is you know the COO at Titan FC. He's, uh, you know, a long-time MMA manager, and he had his first friggin' fight. (laughs) Had his first fight, and he's 49 years old, right? So, I have to give the dude mad props for stepping in and doing that. So, he fought... um, a, a guy called Justin Thornton. Who. It, it's a weird one. Because Thornton has supposedly had 23 fights. So. It was a terrible matchup. Like on paper. Looking at it. You'd be like. Yeah that's not the match to make. Right. Unless Maybe. Thornton had been on a losing streak And, you know, it was one of those ones where it's just like I don't think I've got much more I think this will be it You know? Then you could go, okay, fine But, yeah, still not great Because, you know, let's let's think about it Anderson Silva, who fought on Halloween, right? There were moments in that fight where he he did look good. Like he was winning. So you wouldn't have wanted um, you know what I mean, McMahon against Silver, right? So yeah. yeah. Now and I do say on paper, because this fight, it didn't go very long. Right? I think it was a minute. And it 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 was Man, they, they just went for it. said they just came out throwing, and the man got hit, he got clocked straight away, which is just like, whew, man, he took that punch. <laughs> you know, what I mean, he took that punch, and so yeah, they were basically in the phone booth swinging. Um, as I said, McMahon took the, took the shots Fired back I think he caught Thornton behind the ear Right, there was a shot that did look like it hit in that area um, And I don't know if that it was because of that But um, Thornton kind of went down McMahon followed him uh, Jumped on his back Right, jumped on his back and went for a rear naked So I think it was on like the third or fourth attempt He managed to lock it in And uh, yeah that was it Yeah Thornton went out And the crazy thing was For someone that has had 23 fights Thornton really did not know how to defend a rear naked choke And especially because the first time it wasn't in properly. You know, like, McMahon had to readjust a couple of times. So there were a, there were a good few times that you'd think Thornton should be able to, uh, yeah, separate. And especially with someone that has only just started. you know, It was baffling. Right, it was crazy to see from Thornton's side of things How, yeah, just the fight went Because after hitting McMahon You'd have thought he would then just stay at distance Pick him off and then go for the kill Something like that But he just went in throwing And and you say, like, technique-wise yeah, neither were great, right, neither were great, but the thing is, McMahon's just started training, so you can't really fault him, but, mmm, Fulton, on the other hand, whew, I mean, yeah, you wouldn't want to be him, like, losing to a novice 49-year-old, god damn, that's gonna sting, but, yeah, Crazy props for McMahon. Uh it was funny. He was asked by Shuly Torres afterwards, Are you gonna do this again? He's like, Hell no. Which is a good answer. There's you don't want to be taking shots at 49. That's kind of crazy. But yeah. I mean, it definitely it definitely was a um a show, right? To people that are like, oh, I don't think I can do that. Man, you know what I mean? It, I think McMahon showed that yo, you you persevere, you go for it, throw yourself in, and anything is possible. Even when you're old. So yeah, hats off for McMahon man. And I think he was raising I think he was raising money f- raising funds for a um a military charity dealing with uh veteran suicide and p t s d so yeah, definitely a good cause, so yeah, hats off to lex McMahon, man, I'd say for the most part, right, we hear about you know these promotions putting on events and everything working out. It doesn't always go that way Right So there's an a, a Brazilian promotion uh, Tora MMA And I think of late uh, Some of the big news was They'd signed like Renan Barrera And a few other ex kind of UFC Brazilian fighters So it looked like they had been making a You know A concerted push To step things up to the next level Um, They started in 2017 Usually it looks like they put on three events a year Right, so they held an event in March Um, But yeah, (laughs) then everything changed, right So they had a few events scheduled for the rest of the year The first being the 23rd of October Uh, Then they held another event a week later on the 30th of October. So the first one was in Brazil. The second one in uh, the States, in Florida. And what it would seem that, yeah, things have been very messy with both events, with fighters not getting paid, right? Which is... Ah, always a bad sign Like, usually, you hear about this sort of thing And that's kind of the death kills for an organisation, right? Because why would you sign up to fight somewhere When you know that you've got a history of doing fuckeries You know what I mean? It's just, it's not good And it would seem that this organisation Man, it's one of those Situations where people just Aren't really Admitting to uh, You know, the shit they've done Right, so Yeah, a few fighters I think it's at least four Hadn't been paid, but I believe More, there was more Who um, hadn't received Money as well And they had to, you know, go Online and badger people, just to get money, which is crazy, and so the, the promotion put out a press release, and oh my days, the press release is ridiculous, right, so they said, Tora MMA has always honoured its commitments, and it will be no different this time. The delay was due to all the advertisers, all the adversities faced during the pandemic, such as the delay in receiving payments from sponsors and other investors. However, we know commitment and guarantee no one will be left without receiving what has been agreed, despite understanding the financial urgency. Of some We regret the lack of patience After all We will return even stronger In 2021 And will remember those Who have always been By our side I mean What is that? that That is Crazy You know what I mean Like listen if you didn't receive money, you, you should understand, <laughs> you should wait, that's insane, and then the whole, oh, and we'll remember those that kept their mouths shut, <laughs> now, they it seems that they did a few things that just aren't done, right, so they, they got all these fighters, and a few at the last minute, really, to come fight for them, But they slipped a cause, a clause even, into the contract, which said that it might take seven days for the fighters to receive payment, which is just like, yeah, that's a mess, you know, and it's something that doesn't usually happen, right, so you just think that's, like, if that's the case, fine, but don't slip a clause in, and, and it should be front and centre, but no one knew that that was a part of it, right, so there was that, but then there's other things, like, um, you know, one fighter was saying he had to wait in the back, you know, waiting to get stitched up nearly all all of the event, which, again... Crazy, and it all stems from them not paying the doctors to do something, right? So it's just, you can't hold an event if you haven't sorted these sort of things out, you know what I mean? It's a weird situation, and I kind of feel it's like, look, they're blaming the pandemic on, you know, all their difficulties, but, right, they held an event in March. Then the pandemic shut everything down. So it's not like you didn't know, right? You, you knew, this was a thing, and after you know the UFC came back, Bellator, the NFL, you know, there's a few tennis things and golf, you know, other things have come back and. There is a lot on what they've had to do to do that, right? I think some promotions, I believe the UFC, the NFL, you know, they have said contact them if you need help, right? They will send you their blueprints for putting on an event in the pandemic, right? So their knowledge is there, right the knowledge is there and this, like one of the one of their events was in florida so you're just like wait surely you know because it it's getting overseen by um yeah the, like the florida athletic commission so you kind of think wait wouldn't they have wanted to see that all of these things were in place, because I believe that's how it has worked for the other promotions, so either someone's lied or the you know the commission didn't do their job, so there's just there's a few moving parts that definitely fell down here, you know definitely fell down and You've, you know, it's, it's a weird one as well, because, right, so supposedly a lot of fighters had to go to the matchmaker, right, to try and get funds, and he's, at first he was fobbing them off and all of this, and then kind of admitted he hadn't received payment, but it's like, you're the matchmaker, you booked these people to fight, right, you, that was part of your job. So surely, surely you're gonna you should be looking after them. You know what I mean? So just tell everyone the truth. Because I feel that's the problem. Like trauma talking about all the issues and things will happen, but they didn't tell anyone. Right? If after the event, you know, they they realize, oh fuck, damn, this money hasn't come through, we can't pay for certain things right away, contact everyone, you'd have thought that would be the thing, you contact everyone and be like, hey, we really appreciate you, um, you know, fighting for us, you know, it was great, we've just hit a bit of an issue, but don't worry, you'll get your money, it, it's just gonna take a week, okay, we will keep you updated with what's going on, so don't worry. We'll we'll, you're, we'll keep you in the loop Any other issues, we you'll be the first to know That's the thing you fucking do Right, you just You don't go dark <laughs> You know what I mean, you don't go dark <laughs> It's insane uh, And they're talking about Oh, we're going to be coming back Bigger and better next year I'm right, like Who's going to want to fight for you? You know, because it's not just one event, like a one it's happened twice. On your last two events, you fucked up. So yeah, who the fuck is gonna wanna fight for you? You know, it's weird. Because this is the thing as well. You'd think, right, the the money for the fighters that should be there. That should all be on an, in an account, and as soon as the event takes place, it all gets transferred. You know? That's what you'd think. You, you shouldn't be waiting for money to be able to pay the fighters, right? Like that the money you're waiting for, that's there to pay you know the the CEO and all of those people. but the fighters. You'd think they'd be getting paid straight, but no, they fucked up, so uh, yeah, I think this is a cautionary tale for people, fighters, definitely look at your fucking contracts, you know, and make sure your managers look at the contracts, because you do not want to be in a situation you know what I mean, like this, it's insane, you know, just imagine, if you get injured at an event, and they're not paying, so you're gonna have to try and work out a way to, you know, get fixed up, so yeah, <sighs> <laughs> maybe try and stick to, um, you know, known organisations like LFA and You know, CFFC and Cage Warriors and the likes like that. Because, yeah, some of these places, very, very ropey. So, this weekend, right, we're getting the huge boxing match, right? Tyson against Jones. Yeah it's happening Saturday night on uh Triller, right? Which is I feel it's it's meant to be some new uh app that's like TikTok, something like that, right? But um yeah, they're putting on this match between you know fifty-four year old Tyson and fifty-year-old Roy Jones, which is crazy. It is a, a crazy situation, but it is taking place, you yeah? know, after all the talk, the will they, won't they, yep, it is going down, but it seems to be this really frigging confusing situation, because over the weeks, we have heard so much, and now, now, what the the rules have come out right And you kind of think Who's paying for this shit Because I am not paying for this fight I don't know how much they're going to ask for I kind of feel Usually It's like 20 pounds Over here Right that's the, the usual rate 20, 25 pounds Right I ain't paying that I don't know if I'd pay anything to see this, but especially not now, because I think it was a couple of weeks ago. The WBC came out and said they have created this frontline belt, right? This frontline belt for the um, you know, the winner of the fight, and the belt itself was weird. Right? It's a weird fucking belt. It made no it like it made no sense for a belt. Right? But the belt itself because it had Black Lives Matter on it. Which is just like, wait, what the fuck is going on here? But yeah, so you had this belt. You had people saying it was an exhibition match, but nowhere is it actually being called an exhibition match. And it still isn't, which is very odd. Now, so the rules that have come out, it's going to be eight rounds, which is more than an exhibition match, right? But they're two minutes. Two-minute rounds, which does kind of mean, like, ugh, what's the point, man? You know what I mean? But it's two-minute, eight, minute, eight rounds. There's no headgear, so, again, no exhibition, <laughs> right, they're wearing twelve ounce gloves. Fine, fine. Doesn't really matter, you know. Now this is where it gets weird. Is it saying if any if either boxer has a, a a bad cut, the fight is over. But then you have to say, all right, what are you quantifying as a bad cut? Because that's real important here. There's, you know, you think about these two dudes. They've got so many fights, so there's gonna be scar tissue. So like getting a cut, you know, having a cut in boxing, that's not a crazy situation. Like you, people get cut in the first rounds. So what for you? Quantifies a bad cut. I feel that is real important here, and they haven't specified that. Now, this is like two big bits of of uh, the rules that are just like what they're saying. There will be no knockouts, right? If if either fighter is deemed as going too hard. The referee can stop it. If anyone gets knocked down, the referee can stop it. If someone knocks the other out, it's a discord... Like, wait, what? What What the fuck is that? Like, what, what are you saying would be too hard? <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then... To top it all If all of that craziness isn't enough They're saying that a winner won't be declared at the end There's going to be no winner declared Right, so what it now turns out is A belt is going to be given to both fighters Both fighters are going to end with one of these fucking frontline belts So You're like What? What's the point? Like what really is the point? <laughs> I kind of felt That maybe We were getting past Participation medals But this seems like The You know what I mean? The mother of all participation medals here This is Blowing, blowing my mind, man. You're in the all of this shit is in place, so it then yeah makes you ask the question: Who the fuck is buying this fight? Right? There's no. There's gonna be no judge. There's no officials judging this fight. So I don't understand. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> right? I don't understand. It, it it's weird. Like there seems no reason to to have this. If you're like going, oh well, you know, we're trying to look after the fighters, you know, we don't want either getting hurt, then don't sanction the fight. Right? Because we look, everyone knows shots to the head <laughs> you that's not particularly good for you right this is a known thing so if you're really looking out for the fighters you wouldn't you wouldn't allow the fight at all so what the fuck is going on right now the commission can say what they want but look they're getting paid for this shit So, it just seems like... Look, they want a little rub-rub. You know what I mean? But they want to try and cover themselves... when they're not. It's now just a clusterfuck. It's a clusterfuck. I am so baffled. So fucking baffled by all of this. Now, don't get me wrong. If I find it on YouTube... (laughs) I will watch it (laughs) I'm just saying I ain't paying for this shit (laughs) So uh Yeah (laughs) But I am curious to know Who the fuck is Who's paying for this man Who's gonna pay to watch And who's paying to go watch this live That's the real thing Because how much is that gonna be Right how much it, and I, I I imagine it ain't gonna be cheap, because I'm, I'm, I'm imagining that you've gotta pay for, you know, a COVID test and all of that shenanigans, so, who's laying in that cash, when at the end, there ain't no winner, and the fight technically could get stopped in the first round, in the first seconds of the first round, so, yeah, who the fuck's, who the fuck is paying man? What? Okay, so after the California State Athletic Commission um came out with their statement about the weekends Tyson V. Jones Jr. fight um Triller. Triller have come out with their own to um I guess add some clarity to everything that's going on, right? So what they said um it was I mean they said a few things, right? Um yeah, firstly it's like um you know they're talking about the rules. And so they said, uh, specifically, we never meant to imply that the California State Athletic Commission was scoring this or deciding on a winner. We are 100% clear that this is not correct. I don't think that was ever really the issue. No one thought the California, you know what I mean? Yeah, that wasn't a thing. And he said, um. Yeah, they have provided a referee and that ref is there to make sure the fighters are safe and to make sure they fight under the rules. So, yeah, what a referee always does. <laughs> you know, the referee doesn't do anything else. What are you saying here? Um and that ref is there um yeah, to make sure they follow the rules. He will not be scoring the fight nor deciding a winner. The ref never does, right? He then says, rather, the WBC has been engaged to both score and elect a winner. They have three judges who will judge remotely due to COVID and, like the other fights, have been provided uh, recently. On behalf of the WBC and not on behalf of the California State Athletic Commission, who will be deciding the winner and judging the fight. Right, so basically, it would seem that there will be a winner announced after all. You know, both fighters are going to receive a belt, which. Uh, yeah, it is just ugh, whatever. It is a bit dumb, um, but yeah, both fighters are getting a belt, but there will be an official winner announced. Now, the one thing with this is, this isn't gonna be. You know, there won't there won't be a record book like this. Win won't really be added to Eva's. Official fight records. I think that's essentially the whole thing with the uh you know California State Athletic Commission not um yeah, wanting it to be a proper fight. Right? Yeah. Um and yeah, you can't really there's the rounds if the rounds were the normal length, you could. You know, but the rounds aren't the normal length. So, yeah, you know, it'd be a mess to do that. Like, having the fact that it's eight rounds, that doesn't really matter. But, yeah, it's just the rounds being two minutes rather than the normal three. But, uh, yeah, so, okay, at least there is actually going to be a winner and all of that announced. It is still a bit of a clusterfuck. To be honest, you know, it does seem a bit messy, and it's like you would have thought this is something that should have been sorted out a long time ago, you know. But um, yes, it is. I did check, and it is twenty pounds in the UK. So uh, yeah, I am not <laughs> I'm not paying for this. <laughs> Uh, this is insane. I'm not paying for it, but yeah, I will. Of course, I'm gonna see if I can find it on YouTube, <laughs> and I will watch it. But pay, no, because it's just a bit too, bit too all over the place. There's uh, the referee can still stop the fight, right? The fact that it is getting judged and all of that, that's great, but the refs can still stop the fight. So, yeah, that's a bit, that messes it all up a little bit, you know, but, uh, I don't know, we'll see how this goes, essentially, you know, people are making money, man, people gonna make money, it'll be interesting to see how many people are allowed in and how they handle the live aspect of it, Uh, but... Yeah I don't know It's happening at the weekend so I guess we'll talk about it on Monday (laughs) Yeah We will discuss On Monday people Alright So nothing is for certain But You kind of have to think This is definitely Going to be it for Anderson Silva Now so When he left the UFC, you know, even in the interview, it was a weird one, like, leading up, leading up to the whole thing, you know, he was kind of umming and ahhing if he was going to fight again or not, even though, like, Dana had made it clear that this was it, right, and so, after, you know, the, the UFC released him, you know, so, he was free to Go anywhere, do anything But kind of straight away Because, you know Organizations had events So, you know, Scott Coker was asked And he he kind of was like He's happy with his current roster I think the same thing was asked to uh, Ray Cepho with the PFL And he's just like yeah, I, I wouldn't want to see him get hurt. You know, the, um, I can't pronounce his name, Shattery, isn't it something, Is Shattery, the one CEO, he basically said the same thing about fighter safety, and now the bare-knuckle bare um, fighting championship, you know, they've... Uh, they didn't say safety. They just said that, you know, they're looking to grow their own roster, their current roster. Which, to be fair, is kind of what they had said um. Uh, about a month ago when they put out a uh, press release regarding Paige Van Sant's um, debut. So, I kind of feel that they... Those organizations were probably the biggest options. It's definitely the biggest MMA organizations, you know, Bellator 1 and uh, PFL. So, you know, there's like what other viable options really would there be? You know, it would be silver to go um, back on the regional. And, you know, there are larger regional organizations, like LFA and Cage Warriors, CFFC maybe, but that, that would be, I feel that's just too much of a come down, right? And it's a weird, because you've got in those organizations, those young up and coming fighters, for the most part, and I think, it, yeah, that's just not what you want to do. So I kind of think, yeah, this must be it. I I, I, I don't know if he'll make a, a, a full announcement or if he will just, you know, drift into the ether, as it were. But, um, yeah, I don't think, thankfully, really, you know, I don't think we're going to see the Silver, the Spider, even, fighting. And I kind of think he's got, I believe he's got some, you know, other things going on, right? I think he's got a gym and some clothing stores or something, something, right? So he's gonna be okay. He's gonna be okay, right? And especially if he's been sensible with the cash. But um, yeah. Farewell to the spider, people. Well, we have had the weigh-ins for, um, yeah, the UFC uh, Vegas 15 event at the weekend And uh, a lot has changed, people A lot has changed One thing is the main event, right? So, uh, you know Curtis Blades has unfortunately tested positive for COVID. So, he's scrap with um, Derek Lewis is now off. Yep. So, we now have a 10 fight card. But I have to give mad props to um Smith and Clark because they've agreed to fight five rounds. So, you know what I mean? that's great, and I kind of feel, yeah, why wouldn't you, right, but you would have trained hard, right, because no one is training just to be able to go 15, because, like, you don't want just enough energy, you want to be like, man, I could go longer, so, yeah, props to both guys uh, for, um, yeah, taking the fight, you know what I mean, not uh hesitating and just coming in and doing it, so um Smith, he weighed 205, and Clark came in at 204.5, so yeah, both were fine, and as it's not a title fight, there would have been a pound allowance, so, you know, all is good, Unfortunately, someone did miss weight It isn't that surprising either Um, Now, it is Norma Dumont Who is facing Ashley Evans-Smith in a bantamweight showdown Now, the last time we saw Dumont She uh, fought Megan Anderson But that was at featherweight and she had done an interview this week saying that she's been finding it difficult to cut down. Which is a little crazy. You know, what I mean? like I don't know when this fight was organized, but at that time you would have thought she'd be like, okay. I need to lose, or even if she was thinking, right, I don't want to fight at 5th weight anymore, I'm going to come back down to Bantamweight, the cut, you'd think the cut would have started a long time before now, so, um, yeah, Oh, she came in at 139.5, now, weight is 135, right, so with the pound allowance, you could be 136. But yeah, she's still three and a half pounds over the goddamn limit Which is, yeah, it's never good, man It is never good um, But Evan Smith, she, you know, she's taking the fight regardless Dumont will pay her 30% of her salary um Evan Smith, she came in at 135 and a half. So she was all good. Hmm. Now everyone else made weight, so that's fine. Um oh, yeah, that's a big point. Josh Parisian, the Parker Porter, that's now the co main. Right? Um both are both are heavy. Right, Parisian is 265 and a half And Parker Porter is 263 So yeah, that ring is gonna be shaking <laughs> Now, yeah, everyone else was fine No issues with any of the other fighters You know, so uh, <sighs> Definitely, definitely a shame um, uh, the The first fight on the card I think I had said In the breakdown on Wednesday That it was a bantamweight It is actually a catchweight fight So that's Luke Sanders And Nate Maness So uh, Sanders came in at 140 And Maness is 139 And a half But um, yeah That's a catchweight at 140 So we're all good there people But uh, yeah, we'll have to see what happens now Right, hopefully No more issues You know what I mean? Like last week (laughs) When people just dropped out on the day But yeah, hopefully Everything is cool And Saturday goes ahead With these 10 fights So uh, we'll see Yeah, we'll see what happens, people We'll see what happens (laughs) Okay, people. I I nearly forgot about this, and that's crazy. But on Sunday, we are getting another instalment of Eddie Bravo's Combat Jiu-Jitsu Woo! God damn, it is so fun, right? So I think, hmm we had an event earlier in the year, I believe it was February, and then we had the um, the overtime event, which was a lot of fun, but can't beat combat jujitsu, man, like, because it doesn't look like we're getting any more EBI tournaments, which is a shame, because EBI was always fun too, But yeah, combat jujitsu is something else When you include the slaps and shit like that So we're getting two more events this year So Sundays And then we get one in December Which will feature the females Uh, I think it's the flyweights But yeah, Sunday um, Is the men's lightweight tournament So we, you know It'll have a 16-man um, bracketed tournament featuring uh, Nathan Orchard, PJ Birch, Kim Terra, UK's Ashley Williams is coming across to Rex Shop, uh, Cody uh, Rotolo, Samson uh, Fomabolt, Cody Owens, Todd Walling, Jordan Holly, Bobby Emmons, Lared Anderson, Danny Colozzo, Mikey Gonzalez, Dominic Clark, Mario Navarro, and Mikey Zindler. I mean, that's it's a tough one, right? And it kind of does depend on the brackets. But I, I, you know, I definitely feel that you know Orchard and Barch will be featuring later on. Um, I might go with Barch to win it. You know, Barch or Orchard. I'm going with one of those to win the tournament. We also get three special matches, and I, uh, yeah, these are. Always fun So we get um, J.M. Holland Against Spencer Moomy uh, Derek Rayfield um, Against Michael Escoval And Nicky Honston Against Keith Cavorian. So yeah Good fun fights Man I cannot wait you know, what I mean, it can never go wrong with combat jujitsu. So, um, yeah, people remember it will be on Fight Pass. I believe they also show it on Inch by Inch. Um, I'm not quite sure what that actually is. I think it's just some uh pay per view site, right, where you can watch grappling. But um, yeah, people. Sunday, it's gonna be great. It's taking place in Cancun, Mexico, too. So, uh, yeah, they'll be living it up nicely. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll be, of course, talking about this come Monday's episode, people. So, yes, do not miss this. All right, cool, cool. Okay, people, so there are. Not as many um, fights For uh, for this part of the episode As we draw to a close But, you know There's a couple So, uh, UFC 256 Which is uh, coming up in a few weeks Li Jinglong will be fighting Dwight Grant I mean, that fight card I mean, those last two December fight cards are getting fast. So uh, yeah, that's gonna be a good fight. And on uh, the 6th of February, Shing um, Wu Hsu uh, will be fighting Stephen Peterson. right? Um, and Sean O'Malley has um, he's put out there. That he will be making his comeback At UFC 258 Which is taking place on the 13th of February Um, No opponent or anything like that Has been announced Or even, you know, indicated So we'll just have to wait And see if this does happen And who's it gonna be against Right? And if that leg is, uh, you know what I mean, if it's improved. But people, that is us. Now, enjoy the fights this weekend. Because remember, we got a UFC Saturday and combat jiu-jitsu on Sunday. So yeah, looking forward, people. Looking forward to all of that. And we'll talk about it Monday, all right? So, have fun and see you Monday, people.